back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Underground King, Serge Vicente. And dude, I ha- the, one of the main reasons why I started this show is because I want to make sure that, look, man, we all know about the big names. We all understand who's coming up, but everybody starts somewhere. And here's the thing, man. I got this dude who is an absolute killer, lifelong martial artist. This dude is on a 15-fight winning streak, and he's about to make his debut for the rest of us on in August 25th on the Tuesday Night Contender Series, man. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring my man Anthony Romero on the show. Brother, hold up. Oh, wait up. Where'd he go? Hold up, hold up, hold up. We're going to get him on. We're going to get him on. Get him on for one second. Get him, get me back. Okay, we're going to get you guys on a quick commercial, and then we're going to go ahead and... Hey, bro. See, this is this is live live TV, man. Right when I thought it was all good, here it is. There it is. There he is. There he is. Bang! There he goes. The man, the myth. There he is. Anthony, brother, how is everything going today, man? Uh, doing doing well. How are you? Oh, dude, thank you so much. I'm doing very well, man. Um, yo, thank you as always for joining me on the Fight Podcast, dude. You're an absolute killer, and and the thing about it is, man. And again, so many of these, you know, small organizations house just absolute monsters and people just don't know, man. Um, please let the people know a little bit about yourself, man. Where where did you get your start from? Because, again, you do have you're from a place that not many of us are from, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people don't know uh, the city where I'm from. Uh, well, in Ontario, uh, about 20 minutes away from Niagara Falls. Everyone knows what Niagara Falls is. Uh, so um, I usually say I'm from Niagara Falls, but, but I'm from Welland, Ontario. Awesome. Uh, I've been doing martial arts since I was like five years old. My parents wanted me to have some sort of self-defense. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going on these days. The world's a, a crazy place, yeah, right? No, so, no shit. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, they just wanted me to have some sort of self-defense. And Taekwondo was the only, only thing in town. So uh, I did that for a little bit. I got my black belt and um, I started to get a little bit bored of it. Uh, just breaking, breaking boards and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel like it was the, the best thing. So I, I saw a UFC fight and I just fell in love with it from there. And uh, another gym opened up and I've been competing uh, ever since in jiu-jitsu, kickboxing. I went to uh, Brazil and Italy with the world, champion, uh, with the world uh, team. Uh, so yeah, I've been, I've been competing my, my entire life. That's amazing, dude. So, so okay. So you said the UFC was where you first got your first essential, like your 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 exposure to MMA and the UFC. Which mm-hmm. was it? Because a lot of us, everyone has a story about like going back in the day and finding like a VHS or some shit. For you, what was that moment? Uh, well, I watched uh, the fights uh, Anderson Silva versus Patrick Cote, uh, and Anderson Silva. I watched him. It was just it was just art. He was an artist, and uh, and that's why the sport's called mixed martial arts. He's very creative, and Thanks. and I fell in love with it um, ever since then. So, well, dude, you come from a place that, and and again, we look at Canada. Canada is definitely one of the, I would say, the meccas of MMA. You have, I mean, obviously, we know George St. Pierre and Rory McDonald, 
but the teams that come out here and the talent that has come from Canada, what is it about Canada, man, that continues just breeding just incredible talent that comes out of there? I, I think it's just uh, the coaches. The coaching is, is uh, it's, they're very passionate about what they, what they do. It's not about money. It's about uh, being successful, uh, not just individually, but as a team together, right? One fighter pops up and another one fight, uh, pops up. So it's just uh, the hard work from the coaches and our dedication in the sport that, uh, that makes us better and it feeds off on us. And, and, uh, and then we grow and we get better and it just keeps passing on generation to generation. So. so have you had an opportunity, especially since you've traveled around so much, and do you have to tell me about some of these trips? I mean, being able to go ahead and compete and travel in Brazil and travel and compete in, uh, in Italy. Now, was this in MMA specifically or was it like wrestling? I saw I seen you uh, in the I, I, singlet, brother. I saw you was ready. <laughs> that was that was actually my first wrestling match ever. Uh, oh shit! And that was uh, yeah, that was a little bit nerve wracking. I've never I never wrestled in high school. I never wrestled in university, uh, but I wrestle in MMA, which is is funny. That's um, and yeah, it's exactly like George St. Pierre. He uh, he never wrestled in in high school or university, oh. and uh, he's wrestling with the Montreal uh, Wrestling Club and. And he's one of the best wrestlers in MMA, right? Absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, uh, Brazil and Italy, that was with, uh, with the kickboxing team. Uh, so it was strictly, strictly stand-up. And I was just a kid. I was 15, 16, mm -hmm. going over there. And uh, not, not a lot of experience, but the country, it's just they, they, they pick people, of the, the, I guess you could say the best in, in each weight class. Yeah. Uh, each, person, each person who wins their national championship in that, in that weight class. Uh, so we go over there and... and it's a different world, man. There's there's so many good people there from Russia, from from everywhere, and uh, and that that experience alone, mm -hmm. it's uh, it was very uh, very helpful. I'm about to say, man, that it, it, that international competition. I know a lot of wrestlers talk about that a lot and how that benefits them in their transition to MMA. But being able to do that, especially on the kickboxing end, and being a striker like yourselves, man, how has that translated and really helped you in your MMA game? In, especially in your pro career. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it helped me so much going over to another country and having to make weight. Um, all these foreign languages, you have no idea what people are talking about or if they're talking about you. <laughs> um, and uh, even when you're fighting, there's someone else from a different country and they're saying something. You have no idea what they're saying and you don't really know what to expect. Your coaches are talking, but it's so loud in there. You have no idea what anyone's saying. Um, and it's, it's just a different environment. And, uh, and you learn, you, you take things from different countries, what they're best at. And when I go back home, I, I, I do my best to, to implement that in my own game. And it, it puts me up uh, another level because people, not a lot of people are used to, to that international experience. Um, and, uh, and that's why I'm, I, I am where I am right now. So. Dude, that's, I, I have to give you props, man, because I can't <laughs> lie, man. Like, look, I, I have a handful of fights under my belt, man, but... Man, hey, you go to other countries, you go to Brazil, the motherfuckers start, you know, chanting do by my head or whatever the hell they say out <laughs> oh, there. Yeah. Dog. Woo, man, yeah, I've been I've yeah. been shitting bricks. That's crazy. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So for you, you be yeah, I mean, do, doing that, training internationally, you won the Ohio one or won the what is it? The Ohio Combat League lightweight title in your first for your first pro title. Tell me about yeah. that, man. How was that experience? I mean, you you're tra you're training internationally and just already early in your career, you have a belt. How is that? It's it's awesome. It's it's something. Uh, it's a goal of mine. Like I, I write goals on my uh, on my board, and mm -hmm. and I try to check them off every year and try to get as close as I can. 
sometimes I get them, sometimes I can't. But uh, usually the times that, that I don't get it, it's it's out of my hands, it's out of my control. Uh, so I'm always working and doing my best to get those goals. But but yeah, it, it was super exciting. Like going to Brazil is one thing. Like that's that's a different story. But driving four or five hours to Ohio, it's 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 easy, right? I, I'm used to it. I did it my whole amateur career for 10, 10 fights, right. driving to the states, um, and it, it just become a normal thing. And uh, it was it was an amazing experience. I have a lot of fans in uh, in, in Columbus, Ohio, uh, from from my amateur career, and it felt like fighting at home. So it was very, uh, very nice. Besides the, the stress of, uh, of all this, this COVID stuff uh, coming up, um, it almost got canceled and, and just things were, were jumping around. So, um, but uh, we did it and I was lucky to have one of the last fights uh, of this year. Man. So. Well, dude, tell me how that was, man. With everything that's going on and the stress of COVID and everything in all countries. Um, are you currently living in Canada? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just want to be- so, I mean, with, with all that going on, man, how has training for you been? And again, we're going to talk about what you have coming up soon too, but, uh, like just in preparation and having your mindset going into your last bout, man, how has that been? Uh, I always say, uh, focus on, on things that you can, can control, right? If there's something that that's totally out of your hands, like you can't stress yeah. about that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so so if they were to cancel it, like, what am I going to do? Get upset or whatever? Like, it's just going to, it's going to hurt me in the long run. Um, so, so yeah, I just worried about training, making weight. And if the event was going, then good. Yeah. And if it wasn't, then. Well, how was your training day. protocols? I mean, was it like locked up? Like, I, cause down here, bro, like man, I'm from Chicago, I'm in LA now. I had to like escape Chicago. I felt like to come out here to <laughs> LA to, to be with my lady and, uh, and now that you know I'm here, I mean everything was shut down. I mean, how was it up there? Was everything like 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 when you were training? Did you have to train at home? Like, what was that like? Uh, not yet, uh, not yet. The weekend after my fight, mm-hmm. that's when everything started. It was like the downhill. Oh uh, man! Started uh, the UFC got canceled yeah. in Columbus, the exact True. same state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and everything was just like a nightmare at the beginning of the end, right there. Oh, um, and, uh, I was, I was so fortunate to be able to compete and, uh, and leave a good impression to, uh, to the higher ups, right. To the UFC and, well, and let, let, uh, let's talk about it. Let, let, let's talk yeah. about it. All right. <laughs> so I'm glad you yeah. said that. And dude, August 25th, Dana, honestly, this is the best thing since the first few seasons, I think of tough Tuesday night contender series, um, little cage people been going at it. And let me rephrase that. Little Cage, people been going night night. It's been nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, how, like, how all that, how is it, did it come about? Um, dude, tell me a little bit like your excitement level for, you, dude, you're, you're here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like so close. Like I'm knocking on that door and, and I'm ready to just kick it down and, and, uh, and achieve my dream. It's something that I've been working for my, pretty much my entire life. And, uh, and yeah, it, it's, it's finally here. I, it was supposed to happen last year, um, oh, but it, it was contract uh, issues and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I always say everything happens for a reason. I was 5-0 and at the time. Now I got uh, two more fights in, under my belt, and now I'm 7-0. and uh, More experience, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's, that's dangerous. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Matt Dodge has been working uh, tires, tirelessly uh, trying to get this opportunity. And, uh, and it's finally here, and, and I'm excited to, uh, to to get it done. That's what's up, man. 
Well, dude, how, how, so with that, it, it's here. You're you're excited about it, man. Do you already have you started camp? Or are you already kind of kind of into it already? Yeah, yeah. I, I've been I've been uh, I've been in shape this whole time. I've been doing my runs. I've been doing pads and everything at home. Um, so it's not like I had to like get in shape and, and all Let that. Let the ladies know, bro. I understand that. Look at my IG. I got no shirt on. I'm ripped up. <laughs> We're good here, man. <laughs> I'm ready to fight. Uh, What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was ready because uh, the UFC started up, and I was I was hoping maybe there's a short notice opportunity. You never know, right? Yeah. Um, so I didn't want my quarantine body showing off in my debut UFC fight. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I was in shape and everything. And as soon as I got the call, like I was, I was ready to go, mm -hmm. um, and everything just ramped up even more. Uh, and, and yeah, it's just, just like normal. Well, dude, now you're at, you're, you're, you're good. You're getting into an opportunity to be in, honestly, the shark tank of all MMA shark tanks. Um, I think all of us could agree that probably 55 in the UFC is the best division in all of MMA. Where at this point in time do you already see yourself stacking up in that top fifteen? Oh, I'm there. I'm there. I'm ready to go. I'm. I'm not even. Right. I'm not holding back anything. Um, there, there's, there's killers in there, and mm -hmm. like you said at the beginning of the video, I'm a killer too. Uh, so why, why can't I? Why can't I be there? Um, so, so there's no, no question about it. I, I belong there, and, mm -hmm. and now I'm ready to show, uh, show why. All right. So let me ask you this, man. So boil into it. We have, like I said, your, your, your match is coming up. Um, what should we expect from you in the, the, the Contender Series? What are we going to see? What should we expect? Oh, I, I'm, I'm excited. Like, uh, that's what I ask myself. I'm like, what am I going to do? Um, <laughs> I never know. There's a spinning thing, and, and next thing, <laughs> the guy is on his back. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, I guess all I can say is tune in August 25th and, and uh, get ready for fireworks because we're both guys. Both of us are, are trying to achieve a dream of ours, mm -hmm. and uh, when to when someone has a, a goal, uh, they'll do whatever they can to uh, to get real. that. Uh, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be real exciting. What would you characterize your fight style is? Again, we're trying. People are gonna see you for the first time. If they see mm -hmm. you, if you're pumping yourself like this is me. If you take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. This is Anthony. Who who are you to people? How would you best describe yourself in your fight style? Uh, I'm a, it, it, I'm a little bit of everything, sugar and spice, and, and everything's nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, like I, I look at my last fight. Uh, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, I'm a wrestler. I take people down." One, I'm not a wrestler. I've never wrestled, um, and I'm taking people down. But now I'm knocking people out. Um, so it's, 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 I'm, I'm happy with, with where I am and, and I know I can, uh, I can finish my opponents and I have nothing but confidence going into this fight. Um, still humble, right? I, I never underestimate, uh, my opponent because he's going to try to take my head off. I know that for sure. Um, so I'm, I'm real excited for this fight and this is my opportunity to, uh, to achieve my goal. That's what's up, man. No, dude, I love it. I love what I'm hearing, man. You can definitely say you're confident about it. You're like, no, I'm going to knock this dude's head off. It's whatever. It's nothing to me. Uh, I love that, man. All right, so check this out. Um, I, I've asked everybody this type of things. Um, we're all fans of MMA and combat sports. For you, you like I said, you already talked about the, the, uh, the, the Anderson Silva-Cote fight. What is that fight for you that you look at? You're like, dude, if someone's never watched MMA, you tell them this is the fight they need to watch. You have to see this. What would it be? 
Oh, that's a good question. We've had uh, some good ones this year. Let's not let's not get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd probably say uh, Israel Adesanya and Kelvin Gastelum. That's probably one of my favorites. Uh, that was a back and forth fight, and both guys went through adversity. Both guys were dropped, um, and it just nonstop action on that one. Uh, so I'd probably say that one. Uh, that's just my opinion, though. But there's so many great fights. Like if you look at the fight that happened on the weekend, that was a crazy fight. Um, and then there's Joanna and uh, Zhang Wei Li. That was another crazy Out fight. Out of those like, two, which one's the better fight? I'd say yeah, Joanna and uh, Zhang Wei Li. There's there's too much stand up, or there was a lot of stand up, and it was just nonstop action. Man, those little angry women. That was one of the most <laughs> violent fights I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Guess the oh know. yeah. It, it's, <laughs> If someone says that uh, that women women's MMA is boring, look at that fight. There's there's no way you can't say that. Dude, women's MMA sometimes is better than the guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so yeah, depending yeah, on who's sure. on the card, man. Um, all right, for you, martial arts movie of all time. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I would say Bloodsport. Oh man! Oh, I love that movie. Beautiful movie, yeah, man. dude. My lady and I yeah. just watched that a couple of days ago. Love that movie. Oh no! Classic, yeah, dude. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, and, and I'm gonna ask you this uh, before we get you out of here. We visit your town. What is the type of what food should we eat when we go out there? We go to Niagara Falls. When we go up there, what is the food that we get the recommendation? What would you recommend to the people when they come and visit? That's a good question. In well in Niagara Falls area, it, um, I don't know. I would say this. I don't know if you've ever had it before, but I my uh, nationality Canadian and Salvadorian. Okay. I don't know if you know any uh, people from El Salvador, but uh, uh, I, I don't. But then, dude, I'm Latino, so I got we got a whole bunch of uh, Latinos okay, in my perfect. life, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Have you heard of Have you heard of a pupusa? Oh man. I have. Wait up. Is that the? Tell me. Tell me what it is before I. Okay, so make an ass I guess the best the best way to yeah the best way to describe it is like uh, like a pancake. Okay. Uh, with with you can put meat, cheese, beans inside of it, and yeah. they just like pat it up, and then it's it's oh it's perfect. If you're looking for something greasy, yeah, that's that's what you gotta have, and it's it's perfect. I love that. I can't have it right now, but uh, definitely after my fight, I'll I'll eat some of those and. Uh, you're full for like three days. <laughs> is that your uh, your post fight meal? Is that what you usually have post fight? Uh, post fight, I usually have a hamburger. My uh, one of my good sponsors, uh, Cracker Jack Stadium. He uh, he usually he comes to all my fights and he up. gets me a hamburger from uh, from a local place and uh, and yeah, he's he's awesome. That's he's a awesome. salute to that man. That's what's up. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Gotta, gotta gotta bring the burger for him. Well, Anthony, bro, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me at genius underscore MMA on Instagram. Uh, same thing with Twitter. Uh, and that's that's pretty much it. Anthony Romero on, on Facebook and uh, uh, also real, real, real on... Real quick, real uh, quick. How, how did you get genius MMA? How, what, what's the, the, what, what is it behind that one? Uh, it, it came from one of my older coaches. Uh, I was training. I was only about 14, 15, okay. and I was pushed up to the, uh, to the adult class. And uh, I was doing a lot of jujitsu, and and I was very creative uh, with what I was doing. And no one really taught oh, me it; it was just out of reaction. And uh, and I, I I tend to fight smart; I don't get hurt uh, too often. Uh, so that's kind of where I get it, is uh, 
the genius. I like that. I like it. I like it, man. I like it. I'm sorry. Uh, continue. Because I, I heard it. I was like, yeah, well, I, I got to get the, 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 the rationale behind that, man. But I love it, bro. But yeah, really quick. Where can they find you? I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so Instagram, uh, genius underscore MMA. Uh, Facebook, Anthony Romero. Um, there's the same thing with the fight page. And uh, same thing with Twitter, uh, genius uh, MMA. And, uh, and yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There it is. Uh, Anthony Romero, we see you uh, August 25th, Tuesday Night Contender Series. Perfect. Perfect. There it is. All right, brother. Thank you so much <laughs> for joining us on the show today, bro. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, brother. Take care. All right, all right, all right. Let us go ahead and boom. That was Anthony Romero, man. Uh, he joined us here on the greatest combat sports and culture show, the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. Dude, dude has everything. He says everything that you want to hear from an up-and-coming prospect. He's focused. He's humble. He's hungry. He's ready to go out there and compete. I'm telling you guys, Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series has been the premier, um, I would say, feeding ground for up-and-coming prospects, especially now. Especially with what's going on with everything with COVID. Um, all the other leagues are shut down. LFA is shut down. Everything, no one's in business. So the fact that we actually have Dana White 2's in that contender series literally having fights the exact same place in which all the UFC fights are currently happening, dude, that's incredible. The exposure that this kid's gonna get. Not only the exposure, because he's gonna go out there and lay paws on somebody. He has that opportunity, goes out there and lays paws, man, in that stacked weight class, you have a legitimate opportunity to be a star. And he has the moxie, he has the look, he has the tenacity, and I can't wait to see him perform on August 25th on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. That's the undefeated Anthony Romero, man. Salute to him and everybody involved, to his team. Thanks for having him reach out and come on the show, man. Um, all right, with that being said, this has been the Underground King, Serge Vicente. And always remember, let's give a shout out to all of our sponsors. Uh, the greatest gloves in the world, the greatest combat sports equipment around. We're talking about since 1910, Everlast. Everlast is the greatest combat sports equipment. You've seen all of your favorite boxers, all of your favorite fighters. In fact, the most violent man in MMA, this weekend's winner, Dustin the Diamond Poirier, is a huge Everlast guy, and we see what he did this weekend to Dan Hooker. That's all Everlast. I'm going to give it to Everlast on that one. So check out Everlast.com. Make your purchases. Make sure you apply the promo code THEFIGHT, and you'll end up getting 10% off, okay? Also, I'd be remiss to talk about, man, we have to talk about CBD Pure. CBD Pure is some of the cleanest organically grown hemp protein or hemp um, CBD on the planet grown right in uh, Colorado. They, they uh, make it in Colorado. It's certified everything. Incredible CBD company, man. Check them out today. CBDPure.com. Apply promo code to fight and you will also get 15 percent off of your purchases there man so make sure you go out there and get cbd pure 
Lastly, we have to talk about Nug Club, man. If you're on the West Coast and you have weed and you love smoking bud as I do, check it out, man. Nug Club is for you. They have for $200 using the promo code the fight. You'll get for $100, you can get a box full of the top cannabis from all over the all over the West Coast. The top cannabis, um, you'll get uh flour you can get vapes you can get edibles all the above man check them out today nugclubofficial.com promo code the fight man uh check us all out man um those are thank you to our sponsors thank you to anthony romero for joining us on the show don't forget to check him out um the genius underscore mma also don't forget to check him out on the dana white tuesday night contender series August 25th, I'll be bringing that fight down when it comes and so much more, man. So check it out. Without further ado, this is Sergi Senta, the host of the Fight Podcast, Underground King. This has been episode 221 of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. Deuces. Deuces.